Learning daf gimlam and aleph. The Gemara begins kasha Rabbi Meir Rabbi Meir l'chayyur. There's a kasha. There's a stira between Rabbi Meir and the first brayso who says that the zman of kriyashma is when people go to eat their meal on Arvi Shabbosos. And in the last brayso, Rabbi Meir says that the zman of kriyashma is when the kahanim are toivel before ben ishmashes to eat truma. So Gemara says ain't chenami. Trey tanayim libe Rabbi Meir. There's two tanayim. There's two opinions in the tanayim according to Rabbi Meir what Rabbi Meir actually said. Also, the Gemara says, Kasha, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, this is Dira. What does Rabbi Eliezer say? In the Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer said that the Kahanim read, that we read Kriyashma, the time the Kahanim go to eat the Truma, meaning Tesek Yechavim. And in the last Bryce, Rabbi Eliezer said that the Zman of Kriyashma is Mishash Rekidah Shayom Barav Shabashos, when he vanished Mashas. So here too, either we could say, Trey Tanaya, Libra, Rabbi Eliezer. Zemachlekes Tanayim, the time of the Mishnah, the time of the Bryce, to argue what Rabbi Eliezer actually said. Or if you want, you could say that Rish, the race of the Mishnah of Rabbi Eliezer is not Rabbi Eliezer. Meaning, the Mishnah says, when do you read Kriyashma in the Aris? So it says, you start reading at Tesekichavim, when the Kihana meet the Truma, until Saif Hashemur Rishayna, Divri Rabbi Eliezer. So we could say that Divri Rabbi Eliezer is only going on the Sovzman. You read it until the Saif Hashemur Rishayna, that's what Rabbi Eliezer said. But the beginning... That the beginning is when the Kahanim go to eat the Juma, the beginning is Hitzakhavim. That could be, it's not Rabbi Yazar. That's the Tanakhama. And Rabbi Yazar didn't uh, say anything about that. And we know in the Raisa that he holds that the beginning is when the uh, Kiddush Ayom, the Arishibas. Okay, now the Mishnah said, Ad Saifa Shemur Arishana, that the Zman of Kriyashma ends according to Rabbi Yazar. At the end of the first Ashmur, the first uh, Mishmar, the first watch of Malachim and the Shemaim. So Micah saw for Rabbi Yazar. The Gory wonders, what does Rabbi Yazar hold exactly? If you hold that the night time is divided into three mishmaras, three watches. In other words, the night we assume is 12 hours, and you divide it into three watches, there's three separate shifts of malachim, singing shiraz v'tishbachas, so that means each one is four hours. So let him, so let him say straight out, ad arba shows. You read kuyeshma until four hours into the night. And if you also there's four mishmaros in the night, it means the 12 hours is divided into four mishmaros, so each mishmar is three hours. So they must let him say, Ad Shalishais until three hours into the night. And I'm going to we'll see, this is Rabbi and Rabbi Nasan, whether the night is divided into three mishmaros or four. So whichever one you hold, like, he should say it in terms of hours. It's until three hours into the night or until four hours into the night. Why does he say the end of the first Ashmura? And Rashi says that the question is really because. That's something very ambiguous. What does it mean, the end of the first Ashmura? How are you supposed to know when the Ashmura ends? You tell me three hours into the night or four hours into the night. So I know what you're saying. We don't know what you're saying when you say, I'd say for Ashmura. So the Gemara says, Actually, Rabbi Lazar holds that the night is divided into three Mishmaras. And each Mishmar is four hours. And he's teaching us by saying that the Sof Zaman Kriyashma is the end of the first hour. And he's actually communicating to us something that we're meant to be able to understand. It can't be ambiguous. So he's telling us, actually, that that there are mishmaros, there are mishmaros of malachim, three mishmaros of malachim in the rikiah, in the sky, and there also are three mishmaros ma'ara on the ground, meaning there is something that corresponds to those three mishmaros that we are referring to. And when we say sofa shmura vishan, we're referring to that. And what is that? The time he says it in the Braisa. The night time is divided into three mishmaros of Malachim and the Shemayim singing Shira, doing what Malachim do. 
Valko Mishmar Vimishmar, and during each Mishmar, the Rabbi Nishalaylam, Yeshba Kadish Barhu, he sits and Vishaikari, he roars like a lion. Remember, like it says in the Pasuk Hashem, the Rabbi Nishalaylam, Imaro Mishak from up high, he roars, and from his holy dwelling place, he gives his uh, voice, he, he screams, Shaogi Shag on the Veyu roar, he will roar on his. Uh, in his residence. So three times it says the word Yishag, Shog Yishag, and that's the three roarings that the Rabbi Shalom does, one during each Mishmar. The Simon Ladaver. And what's the Simon Ladaver? Meaning, what's the Simon to these three Mishmaros in the world? Mishmar, Yishan, the Simon to the first Mishmara is Chamar Nair. A Chamar bring the donkey making the noise that a donkey makes, that happens during the first Mishmar. Shnia. The simon for the second Mishmar, that's Klavim Tekim, dogs yelling, howling, Shlishis. And the simon for the first, for the third Mishmar is Tina Yainik Mishitayimai, is a baby nursing from his mother's breast, Visham is a Pharisee and a woman talking to her husband. So these are the three simanim, the three things that correspond down here to the three Mishmaros up there. So when he said, Rabbi Yazza said, Saif Hashimura he meant the time when the Chamar is Nayar. Which happens to be four hours into the night. Now, the Gemara one is Michael Chashif Eliezer. What should Eliezer considering when he says that there's simanim for these three things? If he's talking about the beginnings of the Mishmaros, so then why would he need the simon for the beginning of the first Mishmar? It's unnecessary to give a simon. In other words, if he's saying that these three simanim correspond to the beginnings of the Mishmaros, it's unnecessary to give something that corresponds to the first Mishmar because or because it's nighttime. Meaning, I know when the first Mishmar begins, the first Mishmar begins when the nighttime begins. So it's unlikely that he's giving the simon for the beginning. And if he's considering the end of the Mishmaris, he's giving a simon for the end. Why is the end of the last Mishmar need a simon? The end of the last Mishmar, that's day, meaning when the night ends and the day begins, that's the end of the third Mishmar. So Allah, so Allah, the Gemara gives one answer that Chashi is considering Sof Mishmar Rishona, the end of the first Mishmar, meaning when the, the Chamor is no, when the Dangi brays, that's the end of the first Mishmar. V'tchilas Mishmar Achrayna, when the when the women are talking to their husbands and the babies are nursing, that's the beginning of the last Mishmar. V'emtsai is in the middle of the middle when the dogs are uh, are howling. That's the middle of the middle mishmar. That's one teretz. We advise him, or alternatively, kulu sof mishmar as All of the simanim are considering the end of the mishmar. They all correspond to the end of the first and the second and the third. Bechitema, and if you'll say yachrayin aleitzarich, the last mishmar doesn't need a simon because I know when it's the end of the last mishmar because that's when the night ends and it's aleisa shachar amud shachar and the day begins. Lamai nafkamina, what's the nafkamina of that simon? The nafkamina is Lamikri Kriyashma, when to begin reading Kriyashma? Lamandagani Babayas Afel. For somebody who's sleeping in a dark house, a dark room, and he doesn't know the Zman of Kriyashma. So if you're outside, when you have a window, you look outside and you see when there's enough light to, to distinguish between Khailas and Love, and we'll see later on what the shear is, so you know when to read Kriyashma. But if you're in a dark room, how do you know? Ah. So now we're telling you the end of the last Mishmar, which is really the end of the night. That's the Zman of Kriyashma. Since a woman, or when a woman is talking to her husband, and the baby starts to nurse, 
That's time to get up and read. It's not the Zman right away because the Zman of Kirishma is when it gets a little bit light, but by the time you get up and you do what you have to do and you get ready and you read Kirishma already, it'll be the Zman. Okay. So now the Gemara goes on and says, Like we said, the night is divided into three Mishmaris. Three Mishmaris of the Malachim and Shemaim and Yikshira. And there's something that corresponds to each Mishmar down here. Bakal Mishmar for Mishmar. And during each Mishmar, Yeshiva Kadosh Baruch Hu Veshayi Kairi, the Rabbi sits and roars like a lion. What does he say? What does it mean? Kadosh Baruch is roaring. What's he? What's he crying about? He's saying the following thing: Oh, Yilabanim, woe to the children, to Kali Yisrael, to Be'avayin because of their sins, Haharavti Yisbeisi, I destroyed my bias, I destroyed the Beis Hamikdash, Veseravti Yisichali, I burnt the Heichal, the Kaidish, the Kaidish Kadashim, Viglasim Benumos Eilim, and I exiled them. Among the nations. Now the Gemara brings a brisa, and we'll see the brisa at the end connects to this. So Tanya, Amra Biyasi he tells over Pamachas Hisi Mahalich, but there one time I was walking on the road. Vinichnasti the Churva Achas Vicharvis Yushalayim Lispal. I entered into a Churva, uh, you know, the remains of a destroyed home, one of the Churvas of Yushalayim, and I was going in there to Davin. I needed some peace and quiet. And he waited, watching me outside. I finished my tefillah. When I finished my tefillah, he came to me and he said to me, Shalom Alecha Rabbi. He called me Rabbi. And I said, Shalom Alecha Rabbi. Shalom Alecha, you're my Rav, you're my Maya, you're my master. And he said, my son, why did you go into this Kharva? A marked by said to him, Lispale went inside to Davin. Vamarli he said to me, You should have Davined on the road. You shouldn't have gone into the Khurva. Vamartilan he said to him, I was afraid that people passerby would interrupt me, would disrupt my tvila. And therefore I wanted to go into a Khurva, into a place where I'd have peace and quiet. Vamarlin he said, No, you should have daven the road, and if you were afraid people were going to disturb you, you should have daven the tefillah kitzara. Rashi said it's tefillah havinenu. The Gemara talks about this in Dachavtes. It's basically the first three brachos of Shmanesra and the last three brachos. And then you have one bracha in the middle that starts with the word havinenu, that is kolo, that includes all of the other brachos of Shmanesra into one bracha. So, so at that time, when Elio Rebuked me, Lamadati I learned from him three things. Lamadati, I learned first of all, You're not allowed to go into a churva. We'll see later on what's the problem, but apparently it's a problem to go into a churva. I also learned that if you have nowhere to go, so you can dive in on the road. It's okay, even though people might disturb you. And I learned to when a person's davening on the road and he's afraid of people disturbing him, he's allowed to dive in the katsara. To avoid that happening. Now, Eliyahu said to me, What voice did you hear? Eliyahu and Avi knew that Rabbi heard a certain voice. It's referring to a basco, something coming from the Shemaim of And I said to him, Yes, Shamati basco. I heard a basco. A basco is like an echo. It sounds like a basco, the daughter of a voice. It's kind of like an echo. But it was from the Shemaim. 
Shemenahem is kind of was crying like a yain of Aymeris and it was saying, Oh, you love on him. Well, unto the children should be having the same of It's basically because of their sins. I just read the base of Mingdash, the Serafti, I say Chali, and I burnt the Heichal, we glazed him, and exiled them among the nations. Vamerli and Eliyahu and Avi said to me, Chayacha, Bechayarishcha, by your head and by your life and by the life of your head. It's a lashon of, uh, of a Shvua. In other words, I'm taking a Shvua. It's not only at this time that the Baskol says that when you went into the Chorva. That's not, uh, it wasn't a one time occurrence. Each and every day, three times a day, the Baskol says this, like we said before, during the Jewish Maris of the night. And that's not the only thing. When Klaiso goes into the Batiknisias to Davin about the Midrashas to learn Vainu and the answer after during Davening or after learning, they say, shakes his head almost in disappointment. Vaiman he says, you know, fortunate is the Melech who is praised like this in his bias. In other words, if these praises would be sung, would be sung in the base of Migdash, that would have been wonderful. What does the father have already? He's in Galus. He's not even like a Melech anymore. He's just a regular father. And what does he have? When he exiled his children. They've been exiled. Their father is Shulchan. There's three reasons why you're not allowed to go into a churva. There's three reasons for this. One reason is people suspect that you're meeting a woman there to do an Avera with her. Because the building might collapse. A churva is not a steady, sturdy structure. It could collapse. It's dangerous. And finally, because of a spiritual mazikim that frequent these places and you're in danger.